0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tyler Garrison. I am here with my wife, Lucy Garrison, and we're going to dive in today on a topic that is kind of hard to talk about, um, but I believe we need to talk about in order to grow as leaders, and that's offense, Uh, whether getting uh, offended when someone corrects you or even correcting someone and them being offended as well. Uh, But this is going to be our first episode on Kingdom Conversations as we dive into this. Uh, We got three different questions we're going over. Uh, Lucy, you got anything to say?
1: I'm excited to delve into this topic. It's something that God has just been speaking to me about a lot over the past year, that it's an invitation to actually grow and step into the fullness that God has for us.
0: Yeah, so uh, if you want to follow along, we're going to go over three questions, uh, really something I think uh, we can talk about here as we dive into three questions. Our first question is this, Lucy, why do you think we get so offended when someone corrects us, a spiritual brother or a spiritual sister, when they correct us uh, when we do something wrong? Why do you think we get so offended?
1: So firstly one of the things I think is that we have a lot of pride when someone calls us out on something or goes to hold us accountable to something suddenly we shut down we think we're being rejected we think it's an attack and we just go into defense mode because we're afraid rather than actually having a posture of receiving and inviting a conversation and a dialogue about oh, what did you see in me? What did I do? Why did you think that? And so we just shut off and we we either avoid that person, we think they were being hurtful, we think they were being mean and then we actually don't step into what could have been an opportunity to grow.
0: I think that's awesome. I think pride does play a very big role in that. Um, I know many times I've been offended by something maybe someone said to me and I think that comes down to pride. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's because like you like you mentioned, not just pride, but because we're comfortable as well. Yeah. Um, and when someone corrects us, when someone uh, tries to tell us something mm-hmm. uh, from a loving standpoint, uh, we're too comfortable to wanna grow. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's true?
1: Very true. I think we often have certain patterns that we're stuck in in certain cycles, whether that be a generational thing that's been passed down the environment that you grow up in, or that even the people that you're surrounded by, the circle um, that you do life with, maybe certain patterns or things that you do is a norm. And so for someone else to come in, who's a believer and actually says, hey, that isn't how it should be, or you're called to a higher standard, Mm. suddenly it disrupts what you're used to, and you were comfortable, you were coasting, but actually now you're being called out, and it requires change, and we don't always like that tension, where it's it's like growing a muscle, like it, it has to be broken down to build up but we have the choice to actually lean into it.
0: Mm, that's good. There's a verse in Proverbs uh, 27, 5 through 6. It says, An open rebuke is better than hidden love. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Ooh, I think that's a powerful, powerful verse. Um, Because I think actually so often we'd rather be in this place of kind of being almost just sheltered and just loved on for the sake of it being said that it's love rather than actually... Pushed out of my comfort zone and where I need to be. And I know that I've had conversations with people where they've shared something that they're walking through. I'm like, actually, you know what? That's living in sin and you're pushing boundaries that you shouldn't. So, as your sister, as someone who loves you and wants you to one, protect your heart and be all that you can be, I shouldn't stay silent. And so, after that conversation, I actually went home and I felt Holy Spirit say, it's an injustice to not call this person out. And so, I then was like, you know what, I have to lay down my fear of man, my fear of what someone could say to me in turn, and then like, could they then reject me? Will they get frustrated? Will they think I'm being too spiritual? Because actually I'm following a conviction of the Holy Spirit and I see who God designed them to be and I don't want them to settle. And so I think that's such a challenge of like, would you rather actually push someone into the design that God intended for them or would you rather them just stay hidden in something that's actually causing them more damage?
0: So good. So good. I I, I do believe that if we aren't postured with the Holy Spirit, if we aren't listening to the Holy Spirit, then offense can so easily just overtake our hearts, can overtake just us as a whole. And when someone tries to correct Mm. us, um, we can see offense start to come up and that can come from immaturity as well. Um, And that's how we grow in our relationship. That's how we grow in our faith. Uh, as well but uh, love that love those answers Uh, that's our first question actually let's go into our second question now our second question says why do we get so nervous to call out those who need correcting I don't know about you uh, but for myself sometimes I feel nervous or or anxious to actually call a brother or sister out when something's wrong Uh, and maybe some of you guys deal with that same thing maybe some of you have been in that situation but Mm -hmm. but what do you think about that
1: I think that actually, we live in a culture that because we're so easily offended, and because within religion, we've created such a mindset that you just pick and choose what you want to follow, and you do, you boo like it's you just do what you want to do mm. that we're almost afraid to rock the boat a little bit because we think we're gonna hurt someone's feelings or they're gonna suddenly just hate us or whatever it is. And actually we were called to be countercultural to flip the world upside down like Jesus did but we're just so afraid of tiptoeing around people fear of fearing what we might do that we just don't actually step up to what God asks us to do.
0: I think we can also flip that question if you were doing something wrong would you want someone or would you even say it's an obligation for your spiritual brother or sister to correct you in that?
1: Mm, yeah, I it's been, it, this is a thing, it's a journey to walk through, to get to that place where you want to receive feedback, and you want to receive constructive criticism, or just accountability even, um, but I once had a situation when I was at church, um, back when I was in London, where my leader called me out and said, hey, your, your commitment just isn't there, like you're kind of flaking, this and that, and it can hurt, but the reason that it hurts is because it hits a place of truth, and you're like, oh, that's iron shepherds iron that that's not some easy thing to do that's painful it's refining it actually shapes you and it cuts off things that aren't meant to be there and so although at the time it hurt I could have chosen to stay in this posture of a hardened heart but then I wouldn't have seen change within me and so instead I decided to take it to God I apologized I repented and then I shifted and started to change my behavior and my commitment to attending church and serving and that is actually you know, had a profound change in me because I see the value in showing up every Sunday and serving and doing all of that. And so actually, to answer your question, I invite that. I now ask people who are in my close circle to say, I want you to hold me to a higher standard. I want you to say, hey, you had an attitude then or whatever it is, because I don't want to coast along in this life. And that's the thing, we all have a choice whether we actually coast or we step into everything.
0: That's good. There's uh, something I read, it said... Recognize that obedience to his command to love others requires correcting them Mm -hmm. if you see them heading for a cliff. And I think that falls on us. If we call ourselves believers, if we call ourselves followers of Christ, uh, it is our job to listen to that command. It is our job to be obedient. Uh, And sometimes in obedience, that comes with correcting other people. But I also believe that comes with correcting uh, other people wisely uh, in a loving way uh, and doing that in a way to where uh, you're not putting a a barrier or defense up, but doing it in a way where uh, you actually grow in correcting them, but they also grow as well their faith, uh, and as a believer, Mm -hmm. uh, which actually takes us into our next question, uh, which is how do we go about correcting behaviors in a loving way? Uh, and also the flip side, how do we go about receiving correction, uh, in a, in a healthy way?
1: So I think first and foremost to ensure that we speak the truth in love because that's a phrase we hear just thrown around a lot and we don't really know what it means we just think let's have a pretty tone when we say this and it will be okay but I think we before we go and confront someone or we step into that space we have to be intimate with the father and we have to know his tone of voice so that when we go and correct a believer we hold them accountable whatever that looks like we're actually speaking from the heart of the father. And that then if they're posture to receive that, they'll recognize the voice. Like in John, it says that my sheep know my voice and they follow me. And so if we know his voice and then we go into that place, it's not our responsibility to control how someone reacts to it, but we can trust that we're honoring God and we're honoring that person, even if they may not receive it.
0: Yeah. Um, and even resect- uh, resecting, Sorry, receiving correction, um, I've been in many situations where I actually love corrective criticism. So I take corrective criticism, but I know that if someone comes at me uh, the wrong way that uh, a wall might go up myself. Uh, What are some practical ideas? What are some some things we can do to make sure that walls don't go up when we do Mm -hmm. receive correction?
1: So actually, I think we've both learned this a lot throughout marriage of communicating and inviting an honest conversation about things we need to talk about that we see within each other but i think firstly being intentional and being a private or personal space with that person don't just blurt something out in public in front of all their friends and embarrass or humiliate them that that isn't the heart of the father and so you wouldn't do that um i think even praying before and just checking checking your heart in with holy spirit because there may be some bitterness or hurt at seeing what someone might be doing and so you don't want to come at them from that kind of perspective or that place either
0: yeah i'd also think uh, to to go off of what you just said, uh, if our hearts are not in the right area, if our hearts yeah. are not in tune with wanting to grow and wanting to change, then we might mistake that for uh, someone attacking us. Yeah. Versus a con- like you said it. What was that quote you said? Um, something about being convicted by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes we mistake that for uh, for. Um, being uh offended or sometimes we mistake that for someone attacking us
1: yeah so what we confuse is being spoken as conviction from the holy spirit is offensive because we have hardened hearts actually being pruned into growing and so unless we're actually open to conviction because that's the difference between condemnation and conviction condemnation there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus mm. so god doesn't come to condemn us anymore that that price has been paid and we step into repentance daily. But Holy Spirit convicts us. And that's to bring about a change. It's not a, um evil or cruel thing. It's a thing to actually help us grow into the image of Jesus. That we were always made to be going into. So yeah it just really like you said depends on your own heart posture of actually do you want to grow and so therefore are you inviting in the words of counsel and wisdom from those who are around you or actually you shut off to other people speaking into your life Mm -hmm. because you're just constantly getting hurt by it
0: so good um yeah, this is this is a topic that um, that's not talked about a lot. But I believe, uh, in order for us to grow as believers, in order us, in order for us to even start mentoring other believers uh, and discipling other people, this is something that uh, we need to talk more about. Something that we need to do better at. Mm. So, um, if you have any questions, any concerns, please get to us. We'd love to talk more about this. Uh, this is Kingdom Conversations. Thank you.